Hey friends, it's Alyssa again, back for another episode of the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. So today's episode is for all the moms who are struggling in the mornings. So maybe your mornings feel chaotic, rushed, stressful, and overwhelming, and you're sick of not getting to where you want to be on time. So in this episode, we'll talk about some of the ways you can switch up your morning routine so that you have a more peaceful, smooth morning and get to where you want to be on time. Let's go. Mamas, are you tired of feeling like you're surviving in motherhood instead of thriving? Does motherhood feel like a never-ending cycle of responsibilities, to-dos, and overwhelm? Do you feel disconnected from the things that really matter to you? Society tells us that being a mom means always giving and sacrificing, putting ourselves last, and feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, burnt out, stressed out, and defeated. Because that's kind of what mom life is. I want to help you change that. Let's start making you a priority. Let's get your life aligned with your values. Let's make your time work for you instead of against you. Let's get you more time in your day for the things that bring you joy, for alone time, for a motherhood unburdened by the mental load of doing all the things. Because your worth and value is not attached to how much you do. Let's start living our days with more meaning and less overwhelm. Let's stop listening to what everyone tells us a good mother should do and start being the good moms we already are. Because you, my friend, deserve a life that feels whole and thriving. And I am here to support and encourage you along the way. Each week, we'll dive into conversations about how to get you more time, less overwhelm, and living your life pouring from a full cup. I'm Alyssa Lindquist, and this is the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. Oh, mornings. Mornings, my friends. Don't they feel like a constant rush filled with mental to-dos and uncooperative kids? You have zero time to get yourself ready and feel exhausted before your day even begins. (laughs) Maybe you even feel a little bit of that guilt creep in in the morning when things just don't go as you hoped or as you planned and you wish it could have been different. And, you know, I think mornings can be tough for people, right? Because there's there's so much advice about how to have a good morning. It's, you know, the get up early and exercise and spend some time on gratitude and make a healthy breakfast. There, there's just so many opinions about what a morning should look like. And before I dive into my tips and tricks and my hacks for mornings, I want to first preface this with these are just some things that work for me. And they're more like guidelines to help you start thinking about what might work for you. Kind of give you like a train of thought of where to go to maybe make your mornings run a bit smoother than they already do. So my first tip is around this idea. I think I think a lot of people get tripped up on is trying to do too many things in the morning. So my first tip is ask yourself what you can do in the evening the night before to make your to-do list smaller in the morning. Now, this is a big one for me. The mornings are already crazy. If there's certain things I can do the night before to make that morning <laughs> smoother, 
I'm going to do it. So maybe it's packing lunches and snacks for your kids the night before. Maybe it's everybody showers the night before. So you're not dealing with showers in the morning, yourself included. Um, maybe it's laying out outfits the night before. So everybody has their outfit picked and you don't have any of those fights. One thing that we do in my house is when the kids get home from school, I immediately get them situated with a snack at the kitchen table and start unpacking their bags, you know, emptying folders, pulling out lunch boxes, cleaning stuff out. And then I reload them for the next day. Like I figure out who's doing what for lunch, what we have for snacks, and I get it all situated. I even like refill water bottles and put them in the fridge. Now this saves me a ton of time in the morning. It's like one less thing that I have to do. It saves me, you know, a solid, depending on how extensive the lunch and snack are, it saves me like 10, 20 minutes. It's kind of a lot. And, you know, even if you have a hot lunch, like you're packing mac and cheese or something in a thermos, you can do everything but that one thing. So then all you have to do is cook whatever you're heating up and then throw it in the thermos and you're good to go. So like, even if you can't do like the full task the night before, if you can do some of it, that definitely will save you time. Now, my second tip is around streamlining your systems. So what I want you to do is take a look at the flow of your morning. Like where, where are the bumps? Where are the holdups that you're noticing? So one thing that we noticed in our family is that every day the kids were running back upstairs to get socks because they forgot to put them on, back upstairs to brush their teeth. And <laughs> you know that that's not all they end up doing when they go back upstairs. They're grabbing a toy that they want to bring in their bag. They're dancing in the mirror. <laughs> that's my little one. That's what she does. And it was wasting so much time. And then I started to get impatient and overwhelmed because we were running late, but they were taking their sweet time doing those things. So now one way we streamline all of that is we started bringing toothbrushes and you better believe it, like a basket of socks downstairs. And that's where they live. Like my kids brush their teeth in the kitchen sink and they have like a basket of socks in our front entryway that they pull socks from. And that has saved us so much time and a lot of stress as we're trying to leave the house in the morning. So, so just start thinking about some ways that you can streamline processes and transitions in your morning that will make it flow better. And for us, that was just an example, but you can do whatever would work for you. Now, my third tip is around establishing daily routines. So one routine and expectation we have for our kids in the morning is when they wake up, they know exactly what they need to do. They have to go potty, get dressed, put their PJs in the hamper and make their beds before they do anything else. Once they do those things, then they get to have breakfast and watch some TV. And that has been crucial to a good morning flow. Like before they even sit down to breakfast, their room is picked up, they're dressed, ready to go. 
And usually while they're doing all of that, I'm making them breakfast. I go in and wake them up, you know, open the blinds, get them going, and then go downstairs to make them breakfast while they're finishing up those tasks. And honestly, we we allow them to watch TV in the morning. Um, that's what works for us. Um, my kids are very much motivated to do this routine that we have in the morning of getting dressed, making their beds, putting their PJs in the hamper, because they know once they do those things, they get to watch a little bit of TV with their breakfast. And just on a, a similar note, it's important to remember what matters, right? Try not to let yourself get caught up in what others tell you you should be doing, right? So in my situation, watching TV, many will tell you that letting your kids watch, the t watch TV in the morning isn't beneficial for them. But you know what? <laughs> My kids are not morning kids. They definitely need time to ease into their day. And allowing them to watch some TV with breakfast has given them that. And not to mention, while they're eating breakfast and watching TV, I am able to do the things I need to do, right? Like I, I get some breathing room to take a shower, to actually eat some, sit down and eat some breakfast, not just something on the go or forgetting altogether. It gives me that space to do that and the space to kind of get their bags all ready, their masks put out, all that stuff. So I encourage you as you're going through figuring out what would help in the morning based on, you know, that true method that we talked about last week, the you know, taking stock of your needs, energy, and desires first and foremost in this. Think about that. Like if letting your kids watch some TV in the morning is going to help you accomplish that and feel less overwhelmed, heck yeah, do it. Remember that it's not someone else's life. It's your life. Do what makes sense for you. If you're not a morning person, don't put the pressure on yourself to get up and exercise or wake up at 5 a.m. to be productive. And, you know, if that's you, great. If that helps you, if you feel good doing that, by all means, do it. But if you don't, let that go. <laughs> let that go. Not everybody's a morning person. You have to approach this from the viewpoint of you and your family's energies, needs, and desires, not someone else's. It is the only way to make sustainable change that feels good and right to you. You know, this used to be me. I would take the well-meaning advice of people about how to start my day on the right foot. I was getting up at 4 a.m., working, exercising, filling in a gratitude journal, and by the time the kids woke up, I was exhausted. Exhausted. I was, I was up for three hours before they even woke up. And I would rush through my mornings trying to cram so much in, feeling overwhelmed and impatient and honestly losing my, sh you know, and then spending my whole day trapped in guilt and negative self-talk. I'm a horrible mom. I can't do anything right. And just feeling utterly depleted at the end of the day. But what I realized 
is I was doing everything I was told would help me feel energized, prepared, and centered for my day. But all I felt was overwhelmed, exhausted, and definitely not centered. So the problem is I was trying to do the things that work for those people without taking into consideration what I needed in the morning. And it definitely wasn't helping me be successful. So I think that's really important to remember as you're going through this. What makes sense to you? If some of the tips I'm offering don't work for you, don't do them. Come up with your own. This is just to really help you start thinking about strategies and ways to simplify and decrease that mental clutter and overwhelm that you feel in the morning. However that looks for you. And then, you know, I want you to remember to be kind to yourself. I think it's so important to remember that life and our days aren't always going to go according to plan. And that's okay. There's a lot we don't have control over. You know, there are going to be some mornings where you're going to wake up and your kids aren't going to listen and you're late. And that's life. You may also be in a season with littles running underfoot or a spouse that works long hours and you're just not feeling like yourself. I want you to let go of that need to have it all together. Allow yourself to surrender to whatever you're holding on to and let whatever it is be enough. Let it be enough. How your mornings go doesn't define you as a mom, as a person, as a wife. So in those moments of overwhelm in the morning, you know, maybe one of your kids is refusing to put on sneakers. (laughs) True story that happened to me the other day. I encourage you to try my method for calming anxiety. So here's what you do. I want you to pause, stop, breathe in, breathe out. You can close your eyes if that helps. Then allow yourself to speak these affirmations to yourself. I am not defined by this moment. This moment will pass. I am in control of my thoughts and emotions. I choose peace. Now, this can be hard to do in the moment when you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed and impatient. This isn't going to be easy. So what I encourage you to do is maybe just start by trying to be aware of what you're feeling because that's all it is, is your thoughts controlling how you feel. Just try to stop for a moment and be aware of that. And then move up to trying to do some breath work, breathing in and breathing out. Once you're feeling good with those things, try the affirmations. You know, this will get easier with practice, but this is a great strategy for overcoming overwhelm in a moment. 
that feels overwhelming. And just a reminder, it's okay if it doesn't work. It's okay if you remain overwhelmed and lose your patience. You're human. <laughs> we all make mistakes. We all have moments where we're not the best versions of ourselves. And that's okay. I also want you to let go of that moment after it happens. And try again next time. Keep trying. Remember, growth is the goal here, not perfection. Start with you, what you need, and allow the rest to fall in from there. I think these tips are helpful, but what's most important is that you're showing up for yourself. What feels right to you? Okay, friends, until next week. Thank you so much for listening in today. And just in case you didn't know, we have a private Facebook group dedicated to furthering the conversations we have on the podcast. Our Facebook group will help you apply what we talk about in the show each week. Plus, it's a wonderful community of wonderful moms supporting and encouraging each other on this journey of motherhood. I would be so thrilled if you joined us in this movement towards a more nurtured motherhood. To join us, just go to alyssalinquist.com slash Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, Mama. See you next week.